to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you with us again today. We took a one-week break for Thanksgiving, and we are back at it, and we will finish up focusing on problems this week and next week. Then we'll do a a special uh, one-week episode on finances and then the last of the year we'll put something together for you to launch you into the new year with some good concepts and thoughts to put into place for the new year we'll take a week off at the christmas time and um actually after yeah christmas you know between christmas and new years and then come back and focus on a new theme on time, the value of time. How can you use your time most effectively? Stuff near and dear to my heart. I, I'm going to write a book on it someday. I just, uh, the time of your life, you know, you, you just get this one life, your one and only life. And how can you use your time in the best possible way? So we'll get to that in the new year, 2024, but we've still got another month of 2023 and we're going to finish strong. And, and talk today about some principles for problem solving. Before we get into that, let me just talk with you for a moment in terms of this season of year. So this is the gift giving season. This is the time you're looking for Christmas gifts. And I cannot think of a better gift that you can give someone in terms of an inexpensive gift than a book. And I am shockingly partial towards some that I've written. So let me talk to you about three books, all of which you can get for under $20 that are really, really good books. Two of them are hardcover, one softcover that you could give someone that would really help them. And it's just such a you know easy thing to do. So if you want to give a smaller gift to someone, it could be something within your work or, or within your extended family, whatever, or you want to, you know, you're going to give a big gift to somebody, you want to give them another smaller gift, whatever it might be, boy, this is the way to go. And let me begin by saying this, you can get any of these books, I'm going to talk about three today that I've written, you can get them all on Amazon and go that way. If you want, you can go to rickmcdaniel.com, my website, and you can order them, especially if you want to order larger quantities, and I'll sign them for you. You can get a sign book. So either way, you can do it. We're happy to, to help out in either way. I do think if you were, you know, I'm talking about inexpensive gifts, but if you were like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to give you know, five inexpensive gifts or 10 inexpensive gifts to different people, then you should order through the website. You'll get a better deal on that in terms of the financial part of it. So got to get to at least five before that happens. But if you think you're going to do five or more, that would be the way to go. Otherwise, Amazon, either way, it's great. All right, here they are. First of all, a book called You Got Style. So this is a book about your styles, learning style, thinking style, parenting style, time style, decision style, and on and on it goes. 13 different styles that we all have, faith style. And the key is really to understand yourself better. In other words, this is just another tool in the toolbox, like the Myers-Briggs or the DISC profile or uh, the Enneagram. Any of those things, all of which are great, by the way. This is just another one to add into your toolbox. And if you've done all those, 
then you're going to want to do this. And if you haven't done those, this is a pretty simple one to do. There's an inventory at the end of each chapter that you can evaluate yourself. What Where this book really comes in handy is when you're talking about other people as well, not just yourself. So uh, there's a, a one style, financial styles. The number one thing couples fight about is money. If you fight about money, you both need to do read and do the inventory of the financial style because you're going to find out you have different financial styles. And that'll be the beginning of helping you to, to, um, uh, to have less fights and have more harmony in your marriage. By the way, if you have kids, parenting style, same thing. should absolutely do it. Uh, there are there's a couple of great chapters called one's your work style another your leadership style which if in the workplace lots of companies use this it's very helpful to them uh, very helpful for people to go through those if, if in terms of faith your faith style and your spiritual style these are great to understand yourself better and um, see how you connect with God best and Marvelous, uh, helpful, you know, thinking style. I just love it. Neuroscientists, uh, the whole idea of top brain, bottom brain, uh, which is blows up the whole left brain, right brain thing, which is kind of like an urban myth and everyone thinks it's true. It's not true. Great book can help you understand yourself better and, and others better. So that's one. The second, Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks, uh, my most popular book. If you know anyone who's had a setback, and if you've had a setback, in this year, this book is the number one way to turn your setback into a comeback, to launch a comeback in the new year. And it's used, you know, sports settings, business settings, personal, you name it. Been interviewed, I mean, all over for this book from, you know, something like Fox News to something like ESPN. I mean, this book will help you. Uh, or help someone you care or love about greatly turn your setbacks into comebacks. So if you're, uh, you know, you're in that mode, or you 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 know someone that is, this book is really 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 helpful um, principles, and then some specific aspects of different like a health setback or a job setback, whatever it might be, relationships. So it's 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 definitely a great one, and then. My devotional book, which is called This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. So this is, is just a great book for someone who wants something each day. It'll take you about three minutes a day to read. The, and there's a hundred devotions, meditations, readings, whatever you want to call it. So for the non-reader, this is a great book because I always talk to people. Or they write me and they're like, ah, I never could get through a book and I just finished your book because I just read it one day at a time for three minutes and then 100 days later, you know, it's done. So it's a great book for those kind of folks. But it's a great book for anyone who wants to start their day in the right mindset. If you want to have the right mindset to start your day, if you want to connect with God, this is the way to do it. This is living. That's the name of the book. So they're great. Again, they're great things to give away, give to people. Uh, each one serves a different purpose. Um, again, This Is Living is, is probably, you know, in some ways the most popular one in this, in this sort of giving, gift-giving mode simply because it applies across the board. I mean, you know, again, they, they all have their strengths and weaknesses. I mean, you know, like your children, you love them all. Your books, you know, you love them all, but they're different. And so whatever works, but 
I just hope you'll pick these books up again. Go on Amazon and just type in uh, any of those titles or my name uh, or rickmcdaniel.com and order the books that way. You can have them signed. But what a, you know, what a great way to to give gifts that can really impact people all year long. You know, this isn't a gift that they're going to be like, oh, I ate the chocolate done, you know, or, you know, I, I drank the drank the hot chocolate or whatever. You know, this is something that'll, that really people will come back to you and say, thanks for giving me that, man. That really great has helped me so much. It's given me so much inspiration and encouragement. It's given me so much knowledge and insight. It, it, it's really a great way to start my day. You know, those are the kind of comments you get back. So I encourage you to, to do that. All right. I spent a lot of time talking about that, but I wanted to make sure that as you're in this gift buying mode. And I mean, look, you just have a few weeks left here. And that's another thing. It's a great last minute gift, you know, boom, you can order it, get it shipped and get, get it to you. And so it's a great last minute gift. And uh, I would have done it last week if we had had an episode, I would have talked about it. So, you you know, you're hearing this, you got a, a few two and a half weeks or so for Christmas, take it, take advantage of it. So we did two episodes on problems, very popular episodes. Wow. And now we're Took a little uh, break there, uh, talked about gratitude, holiday. Now we're back at it. And so this is really just nuts and bolts, practical stuff today. This isn't about, you know, why you have problems or the different ways problems can actually potentially benefit you. This is really, okay, I got a problem and I need to solve it. And, you know, just... When I say that, it just makes me laugh. I always think of, you know, vanilla ice, you know, you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. You know, you got a problem, yo, I'll solve it for you today. I'll help you to to put the principles into play, ice, ice, baby. All right, I know I'm going to lose an audience if I start singing or rapping, so I'm going to stop that. A problem's a mismatch between what you want and what you have in its most basic definition. It's, it's a mismatch uh, between what you have you know, and what you want. So you got to do something about the problems, you know, the problems have got to be uh, dealt with. And mo- most problems, you know, not all problems, but most problems can actually be solved. And that's a good thought for you to just start with. Like maybe you're like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Most of the time you can solve a problem. Not all, not all by any means, but most of the time you can. And I want to take you through this framework today of being able to say, okay, how would I go about solving a problem that I have in my life that I think is solvable? And I would say, you know, listen today and decide maybe what you thought wasn't solvable after you listen today, you'll be like, yeah, I think maybe it is solvable. So here's here's the framework. Here's where we start. Identify the problem. <laughs> now, you know, you may be, oh, wow, Rick, that was really deep. But hear me out now. What's the real problem? Mm, yes, the real problem, the root cause, the root issue. Because sometimes what you're responding to is the symptom and not the sickness. And you've got to get past the surface and dig deeper to find out what the real problem is because you can't solve it 
just like a sickness, if you keep treating the symptoms, you're not going to heal the sickness. So you don't want to be in a situation where you're like, this problem's unsolvable. Well, maybe because you've been trying to solve what isn't the real problem. And you need to get down to the root of it, to the actual cause. So you got to drill down and be as specific as possible. Exactly what is it? What is the source of the problem? Are there deeper issues at work here? And you've been kind of messing around with the surface stuff. And maybe you haven't been messing around. Maybe you've been trying really hard. But you're trying really hard on the surface and you've got to dig deeper to get to the real issue. And by the way, in terms of specific, which specificity is an incredible principle, it applies to so many things in life. You know, you, you always want to be as specific as possible. General is not powerful. Specific is powerful. What makes a laser powerful? It's extremely specific, extremely precise. So you don't want the shotgun approach. You know, people, they'll say people like want a gun for protection. What should they get? A lot of gun people, not that I'm a gun person, but, um, you know, get a shotgun because you won't miss, you know. No, you'll hit a lot more of the shotgun than you, you ever would with the pistol. Of course, Hitting someone with a, with a shotgun is, you know, it'll certainly scare them away and, and it'll injure them. But, it, you know, it's not lethal the way that, a, you know, the way that a 357 Magnum would be. It's the same concept. I like the laser analogy a little bit better, but, you know, I got to use all, all of them to make the point. So specific is good. It's necessary in life in so many areas in prayer, you know, God bless me. Well, you know, how? How will you know God blessed you unless you ask for something more specific than that? Be with my friends. How? You know, the specific is better. So the solution will be as effective as the specific nature of the problem. And I would just say something else about identifying the problem, which is, you know, embarrassment about problems is what keeps them from being solved. So don't let embarrassment, which I guess is really just a form of pride when you, in this particular context, you know, there's nothing wrong with prideful with being embarrassed per se. But when you're talking about something like this, I mean, even when it comes to like health issues, you know, just like an embarrassment about it. And then you, you know, you don't seek out the help that you need. And then it can turn around to be very dangerous and and hurtful to your life and even fatal. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. And then you don't talk about it and then it doesn't get treated. And then, I mean, the, the thing that comes to mind in just in my mind because of my experience, I suppose, is colon cancer. You know, it's just not something you want to talk about, you know, how you go to the bathroom and what is there. And, you know, it's just not there's nothing about that that's pleasant and lots that's embarrassing. But at the end of the day. You know, you go on a while and things aren't right. 
and there's blood and there's other things that I don't want to gross anyone out today, but, you know, and then you may find out that it's gone farther and now your options are less. Colonoscopy, of course, is the first step in that. And if you don't want to do that, do what I did or do, which is the, what I call poop in the box, you know, poop in the box. Anyone can do that. And insurance pretty much covers it now because to them, it's it's it could save them a tons of money down the road. So take that approach. I didn't know I was going to give out medical advice today, but don't let embarrassment about the problem keep you from identifying what the problem is because you can't solve it unless you first identify it. All right. So that's, you know, the, in the terms of a framework, I mean, that's where it starts. And, and then you get to, okay, what are, what are possible solutions? You know, just like, let's, let's consider solutions. And I always think of the Einstein quote, you cannot solve a problem at the same level it was created. You know, one of the smartest people that ever lived might be worth listening to him. You cannot solve a problem at the same level it was created. So your solutions, you know, have to be higher. High order thinking. You know, you have to have a high order thinking. You've got to elevate your mind in order to be able to solve some problems. And, and, and let me just say, blaming others... <laughs> Just in terms of how you solve problems, you know, that that's not um, a solution. I mean, people may be to blame, but if you're going to solve a problem, you don't solve it by blaming other people because that doesn't change the problem. So blaming others doesn't. And let's just talk about some other just hindrances right now. Another would be just, you know, ignoring the problem as if it will magically disappear if you just ignore it long enough. And that never works, never, ever, ever, never, ever works. You can't uh, solve a problem by ignoring it. You can't solve a problem by blaming other people. You can't solve a problem by, uh, you know, retreating. Like, you know, you're just going to kind of... Uh, retreat from the situation and you know you're you're gonna hope that it gets solved so it's kind of a version of ignoring but it's different really than just straight ignoring you kind of you know step back and you think when I step back in it'll be gone but it's not gone it's never gone so that doesn't work None of those work. What does work are resources. Identifying resources. That's how you get solutions. That's what you should consider in your toolbox of solutions. What resources are there? If you are having financial problems and you're looking toward this new year, you know, you're saying, I got to do something. There are resources out there. There are all kinds of resources that can help you with budgeting, with debt, with investing that could turn your financial situation around so that this time next year, you could be like, wow. 
got on a budget, stopped all this unnecessary spending, got out of debt, got money into into investing. And I mean, I don't think it's a stretch to stay in one year. I mean, you could really, really turn things around with an enormous amount of discipline. Because again, there's all kinds of great resources like where you go a month and you don't spend on anything except your bills, period. No extra spending at all. You take that money, use it to reduce debt. There's all kinds of debt reduction strategies that are great. There's all kinds of now, again, a giving, because if you're not really honoring God, you know, and the Bible just says, you know, would a man rob God? One of the most hilarious stories in our family is one time when we were talking about that to our kids in regards to giving. In fact, it was around this time of year. Our youngest son, Wes, and we and we said to him, you know what the Bible says, would a man rob God? And no joke, just out of his little mouth, he looked at my wife and I and he said, would a man rob Wesley? And that became <laughs> like our thing, you know, would a man rob Wesley? So it's never have been robbed. He never has been. <laughs> Hope that continues. He lives in a big city. You never know. But so when you get all these things lined up, so where are the resources where are the resources that you could use? And the same thing, again, applies to health problems, relational, you having a problem with your marriage, all kinds of resources out there that weekend to remember the family life runs, you know, in one weekend, you could just really get a lot of work done and get yourself on the right path in a marriage in one weekend, you could do it. There's all kinds of great books, again, that are out there that can help you. What are the resources you want? You know, you're, you're having a health problem. There's resources. Identify what the resources are so that you can take advantage counsel, wise counsel from your pastor or other people that have lots of wisdom and knowledge that they can impart to you. And you, you, you want to, you want to take advantage of that. So, and then, of course, whenever you're thinking about uh, solutions, you always have to consider the responses and reactions of other people are involved. You know, you've got to you've got to take that into consideration. What's going to be their response to what I am implementing? Like, again, the 30 day no spend. So, you know, again, I think it's a great thing to do. It's eye opening, but. You got to communicate that to your family. This is what's going to happen for the next month. You know, you just don't spring it on them. You you got to consider the pushback and then you got to figure out how can I communicate that we need to do this and and it's going to be good for us. All right. Then the next is implementing the solution. So you've considered solutions and you've chosen one. You've chosen one. You've identified what you think is the most effective solution for the problem. Now, you know, now you've got to implement it. You've got to act on it. You've got to create, you know, some type of schedule for how it's going to be implemented. You know, like, okay, starting next month, we're going to do this 30 month thing. That's what we're going to do. Or, okay, uh, I'm going to look into these weekend to remember things. Okay, the next one in our city is this month so we're going to make the 
reservation for it and we're going to line up the babysitting we're going to do all who's going to take care of the dog we're going to get it all set you got to put all the things in motion for that to happen could be something with your health and you can just say all right you know i'm going to start shopping differently at the store or start eating differently start using that gym membership that we have and it's got to be the full implementation you know it can't be like eh, you know we're gonna do but i always remember when we i came back from england years and years ago and found out about the alpha course virtually no one knew about it in america and no one anywhere near where i lived so we decided to implement it at my church and they said, you know, you got to have the meal. And the first thing was, uh, let's, we'll just skip the meal. We didn't even have a building at that time. How are we going to have a meal? We don't have a kitchen or anything. Uh, and I wanted to, you know, do that. And they're like, don't change anything. Do it exactly this way from start to finish. So we met in the, in literally in like the uh, cafeteria of a school use their kitchen not to cook in but you know it gave us like a way to bring the food in and distribute it and we did it exactly the the whole program from start to finish you know from the first minute to the last minute exactly the way they had successfully done it for years in england and man it was hugely successful why because we didn't cut corners and we didn't do it halfway so when you have your solution you know you implement it you don't you don't get halfway through the month of no spending and go you know we've done so great that we haven't spent anything at all except for bills so let's treat ourselves no stick with it it was supposed to be a month not half a month do it till to the end and then the final part of this framework is evaluation you know did it solve the problem? Are you on the way to solving the problem? What happened? We went to the weekend to remember, and now a lot of things are a lot better in our marriage. A lot of things happened that weekend, and, um, you know, problem solved in the sense of the perfect marriage, no, but problem solved in terms of we were, we were moving in the direction of divorce, and we're not there anymore. One month not spending any money except any extra money whatsoever and we saw how much money we just how much money we spend on eating out and just all these things that we just sort of you know five dollar starbucks and boom 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 and all of a sudden we're like wow we have more money than we thought we had you know in money you got it it comes to finances it's really i mean i don't have an economics degree but I, i've run a few things with some big budgets I, I have a pretty good understanding how this works and here's a newsflash either you have to increase your income or decrease your expenses i mean that's how it works that's how you get things on track that's how you solve the financial problem and of the two increase or decrease for most people they can decrease easier or quicker then they can increase. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't try to increase, by the way. That's what side hustles are all about. That's what investments are all about. I mean, there's a whole lot of ways to do it. But decreasing is a faster, maybe more short term. So then the next thing is, you know, understand adjustments may be necessary to your solution. In other words, as you look at it all and you say, okay, you know, this is where it's working, but this is where it's probably, if it's going to go long term, if it's a long term solution, then this is going to need to be adjusted. Or 
this is really like a solve this problem and ended short term, which means we're going to have to up the ante here. You know, like it's going to have to get more severe or more intense or more commitment in order for it to happen. So you have to go through that evaluation process. You know, the, the good news in, in all this is that problems can really take you to a, another level of like knowledge of responsibility. So again, I, I know I already did, you know, how problems can actually be blessings in disguise, but this is a little different approach than that in terms of problems can really, really take you to a, a, another level. And I mean, that is a good thing to go to a, a higher level to gain more responsibility, to um, really kind of establish yourself, you know, in, a, in, in an authority way. And I mean that generically authority, you know, not specific necessarily, but just like I can do this, like, you know, like I can solve problems. And I solve this problem and I can solve other problems because I have a framework for how I'm going to do it. I'm just simply going to apply the framework to this next problem that I run into. So, again, I'm not saying every problem can be solved, but I am saying most can and more probably can be solved than you think. And you've kind of just given up before you've really taken place this framework over it and really just apply it. And see if you can't come to a place where you can solve the problem and, you know, make your life a a lot uh, happier, a a lot more peaceful, less stressful, whatever the case may be, however you want to define it. I think those are potential outcomes that can take place if you will put this framework into into your life and say, I'm going to take on these problems. I'm going to solve these problems and and it's going to make my life better. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.